0: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season.
1: I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend season to every
2: purpose
3: oh good morning and welcome to there is a season we are live this is the Bob and Gloria show the show that's all about how we change how we age and how we care for one another I'm Bob Wolfe
1: and I'm Gloria Shanahan. A big hello to you and anyone else who may be sitting beside you listening this morning. We're very pleased and privileged to have you along. 457-1290 is the number to call in today if you would like to share your thoughts or experiences with us.
3: <clears throat> and if you hear us clearing our throats once in a while, it's because we both started <laughs> sneezing and coughing.
1: And <clears throat> I was yawning.
3: It could be that, yeah, you did a little you bit of that You were
1: sneezing, too. so I was calling you Sneezy. <clears throat> And I was calling myself drowsy, but you said it's sleepy. It's sleepy. Because we we we're talking about the dwarfs.
3: Two of the seven dwarfs in here. So anyway, we'll try to get past all of our own uh, <clears> throat> personal throat sounds. Uh, this is, of course, uh, a big weekend for most Americans. For many, it means the unofficial start of summer. Graduations abound. The weather is warmer. Lawns need to be cut and cut and cut.
1: In between the rain, the rain. Right. And more rain. Right.
3: which is a good thing. We do We do need the rain. Uh, there may be a splash in a pool not far off, as a lot of the uh, the, the local pools will open up here uh, this weekend and next. But the holiday we actually celebrate is profound because of the bloodshed by hundreds of thousands on our behalf. There is no perfect or complete way to convey our gratitude for so many who have fought to preserve our freedom, our way of life, and to defeat tyranny. But we will try this weekend through prayer, music, parades, and dozens of other ways to remember what this is about.
1: So many who listen to this program know firsthand the costs of war in lives lost or horrible injury. And their families and friends also can't help but have been affected by the battles our military has faced around the globe. And certainly it is our hope that you and your family have a moment to remember our fallen, and we particularly urge you to pass along the importance of this Memorial Holiday to younger people whenever you can. And one thing that I want to point out, Bob, that um, tonight at the Dayton International Airport is a perfect opportunity on this Memorial Day weekend to take your family out, um, say, around nine thirty. 30, um, I think at 10 o'clock, right around 10 o'clock. Um, one of our local honor flights, this left very early this morning, and is uh, out in D.C. with a uh, group of veterans. And they will be arriving back at the airport. And it's kind of traditional that people show up with signs and posters and clap as they get off the plane and enter.
3: Yeah, it's a very, it's ut- a really, <clears throat> it's an emotional time for it's a, lot a, of, a lot of wonderful. Uh, these trips very often, at least when we went with honor flight some years ago, they were about 22 hours long by the time uh, they start at three, three or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Make Non-stop. the trip down there.
1: See all the um, memorials. Spend some time together sharing.
3: Yeah, and if you'd like to learn more about that, just check out Honor Flight Dayton, and you can learn more about what uh, what has gone right. on in this region on their behalf, and also around the country. Right, as uh, hundreds of flights have gone down yeah. there, and thousands and thousands of veterans have had a right. chance to uh, commemorate. Right. But you can uh, go out service. to the
1: airport and uh, wait for them to come through and off the plane, and it's it's something to experience.
3: And we'll be talking more about Memorial Day. Uh, later on in the program. In fact, we've got a great tip for you later in the show that speaks to Gloria's point about conveying the importance of this holiday. But today we have a program that is—it's one of those very basic, down-to-earth, practical shows we do. And the reason we do these kinds of shows periodically is because some some of life's challenges just seem to hit us so forcefully, right? They just knock us over, and we don't always have a plan. We don't always have a handbook for what to do. Um, we, we can't think ahead of every contingency uh, like we're usually trying to encourage you to do. We, we, you know, On this show, we talk a lot about life change and aging and care and plans you can try to put in place to deal with some of this. But sometimes you can't. Um, so we apologize in advance if today sounds too textbook or, or instructional, but we are going to make this a very practical show uh, about an important topic.
1: Right. And Bob, as you know, we do these shows in response to some of the most common questions that we hear just in our circles. And one of the most troubling questions that people ask in life has to do with death. I like to say passing on, but when, you know, when we do die, when we pass on, what do you do when somebody dies? What do I do? Where do I start? How can I even think straight when this has happened?
3: And long-time listeners to the program will know we have now and again talked about that There is a Season legacy file, and we have been working on a revision for you uh, of that document for some time now, and uh, we're trying to tweak it and make it even better than it was or than it is. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a comprehensive checklist of things that you or your loved ones should be doing as you age, but particularly near the end of someone's life, hence the name Legacy File, However, today we offer another similar take on the legacy file with a few other really helpful tips. It comes from uh, a company called Choice Mutual and it was written by Anthony Martin and it's called From Probate to Social Media. What to do when somebody dies and there's a lot of good stuff in here. So we invite you to listen because this comes up all the
1: time. Right. So upon the death of a loved one, you may, of course, feel grief, pain, regret, anger, or maybe a combination of all of them. Oftentimes, these emotions temporarily recede once you realize that you have no clue what to do next. So it therefore begs the question, what do you do when someone dies? Now, this is a big question that everyone, Bob, must answer, right? You know, today we're going to try to answer it so that you will know exactly what to do when someone dies from what to say, how to say what you know you're going to say and how to deal with their estate. We're going to touch on all of it. And truth be told, there are matters um, <clears throat> to tend to for sure when a loved one dies. So with a combination of planning and effort, you can get everything done in a timely manner so that then you can focus on, well, the most important thing, which is remembering the loved one who has passed on.
3: Right, right. And and this is what we mean. I mean, you know, we're talking about Memorial Day today, so we have a national holiday to remember those who have gone before us here and and died for our country. Uh, But in all of our lives, we'd like to be able to have a time for grieving, certainly, but to be able to have a memorial for the people who have passed on in our own lives. Amidst all of that, though, there's still some of these things you just got to do, you know, some of these nuts and bolts kind of activities in in the course of all of that.
1: Yeah, And we want to make it easier so that you can have some time then to step back. Unfortunately, sometimes it's not until after the person has passed weeks or months later. But we're going to try to make it easier for you in the midst of it all, of all the things you've got to do.
3: And if you're if it's somebody, uh, if it's your spouse who has passed away, right, sometimes you may not be in a position to do some of the things on this list. And again, this is why we're always trying to foster the, the idea of, of better relationships, knowing who you're gonna to turn to in a time of crisis, knowing what the plan might be. You can't have everything nailed down, you, you just can't, but it would be nice to know some basic things that uh, would be handled by various people in a family or in a, in a circle of friends. Also, what the last wishes or, or, or instructions might have been for the person who passed away. We'll talk about a letter of instruction a little later on today. So uh, that's the, that's the whole idea. Here.
1: Yeah, and those a lot of those are in our legacy file, right? right? A lot of these things you can do right now with you know there doesn't have to be some pressing, unfortunate death you know right in front of you.
3: Yeah. Here's a question that <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's what we talk about on this program. Uh, does your do you know if your loved ones to be cremated or buried traditionally? Do you, what what cemetery that person might want to be in?
1: Do you even know if they have a will? These right. are all right. things that really you really need to talk about. And if it's your spouse. You can have these conversations. They're not fun, but you can have
3: them. and then go do something fun after that, right? (laughs) Right. So a first step uh, is who to call and what to say when someone dies. Upon the passing of a a cherished family member, a friend, someone will have this unfortunate task of delivering the sad news to the the world at large. How do you make that call? How do you deliver the unfortunate news? Well, it helps to obviously identify the people who are going to care about that. Make a list. And keep this in mind, it's important to identify the types of people known by the deceased, right? So you can fill in some of the names. It may not just be immediate family. It might not just be the obvious names that come to mind, but it could include uh, folks from f- family, obviously, right? All family members would need to know. It could be friends. It could be people at church. It could be coworkers, if the person's still involved in, in working part-time or full-time. Uh, it could be uh, the employer, obviously, of that person. Frequent acquaintances, you know, it could be, let's say the person uh, regularly belongs to a club or goes to, you know, the the, uh, uh, the there, Eagle Hall or right, something like that. Right, there could be
1: volunteer organizations that they've, you know, lent a hand to that probably really appreciate this person. They'd probably like to know, too.
3: Uh, professional relationships, uh, important here, too. Old friends, whom they may not communicate with anymore, how often has it happened where, you know, you suddenly learn of a death of somebody, maybe somebody you went to school with or something, and you're thinking, I had no idea. We can't possibly, despite Facebook and all these social media platforms, we can't possibly keep up with everybody for our entire life. But there are people who would care, who would want to know that. Right. And so think of that and, and put those people in lists and try to be fairly judicious about, you know, making sure you get as many names as possible.
1: Right. And when you're telling people, when you're delivering the news, there are some key points to keep in mind um, when you are the messenger of the news. So one of the things to keep in mind is that face-to-face communication is always best if it's possible. Um, The emotional distress that someone's going to endure, especially if they're close family members or close friends upon hearing the news, is going to be reduced if you're able to deliver it in person. Obviously, it's not always possible or appropriate. You know, you can't fly across the country to tell an old friend, right? But uh, face-to-face is always better. And then prepare yourself for lots of questions. You know, it's quite common for people to rapid-fire questions about everything related to the passing of the deceased. You know, you don't have to have all the answers, but do be prepared for some inquisition.
3: Including some nosy questions or maybe things that people shouldn't. Ask, they but they don't ask. have a filter, they don't realize, they don't think... They're constantly. curious yeah, yeah. or
1: whatever, you know, like, especially if it's sudden or they didn't know, say a person wasn't ill, but they just passed on, they're most frequently, a big question that people are going to ask is all around, well, how? How did that person pass away? And sometimes you're not in a position to really want to go through all that. Not to mention you just have a million things to do, right? So you could always assign somebody, to to share that news, maybe even at the visitation or whatever celebration of life. Um, Another one would be to avoid the words dead and or died, right? Mm -hmm. Now, these words may be accurate, but they offer far less tact relative to some alternatives. And I agree with this. Instead, offer phrases such as so-and-so passed on or moved on or is no longer with us. These phrases are much easier for a grieved loved one to process and accept, and will probably elicit a lesser emotional, you know, sad response.
3: And these are just some ideas. We've got a lot more ahead here. So what, you know, you you know someone, and and let's say that person has died. Uh, And we can use that word because that's what we're talking about today. What do you do? What are some of the most important steps of getting through this time, even while dealing with emotions or temporarily suspending those for a time? What are the next steps? We'll continue with more in a moment, plus your calls today if you have your own ideas. You want to share? 457-1290.
1: You're listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
4: Warm weather's arriving, and you're in the midst of deciding where to get your next new vehicle so you can hit the road in style. It has to be fun for the family and fulfill your work and recreation needs. It's time to find new roads at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg, the home of great deals, no doubt, every day. You'll find a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kael specializes in hard-to-find trucks, among their hundreds of trucks plus a great selection of GM-certified program vehicles. Dave will tell you, the buying experience is easy.
3: There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle
5: you want.
4: Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started and go to Dave, K-E-H-L, Chevrolet.com to find out more. Time to find new roads and join thousands of customers who have found the best place to get their next new or used vehicle is Dave Kale Chevrolet in Mechanicsburg.
6: With the booming housing market we saw last year, you may be wondering if this spring will be just as robust. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin with Richard Herbst from Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, what are you seeing? Larry,
7: buyers who couldn't find a home last year are out in force right now, and they're more motivated than ever to find their perfect home.
6: So you're predicting a strong market for sellers this spring. Not only is demand strong, but there's less
7: competition, and homes are selling faster than ever.
6: I'd take those words to the bank. Once again, you've sold over 100 homes this past year and are in the top 1% of all Miami Valley agents. Richard, your advice for potential home sellers. Don't wait. You can be ahead of the curve by listing your home now. Sounds like good advice. Contact Richard Herbst, Keller Williams Hometown Realty at 477-1411. That's 477-1411 or visit teamherbst.com, team h e r b s t.com. I can spot a winner. Richard Herbst, 477 1411.
1: Hey, good people, Natural Foods plus the Juice Caboose, 3070 Far Heels, our new location, is having a pre-Memorial Day sale, 30% off of groceries, 25% off of selective supplements, and $1 off our famous smoothies. This Saturday, it's a get-to-know-you special. 30% off of groceries, 25% off of selective supplements, and $1 off of smoothies. Natural
5: Foods plus the Juice Caboose is where healing and rejuvenation Begin.
1: Nobody
7: beats our prices at Menard, so you can save big money on creating a beautiful new bath. The Moen Hilliard High Arc Bath Faucet has a classic two-handle design with a mirror-like chrome finish. Just $52.99. The Moen Magnetics handheld showerhead has six functions and a powerful magnetic docking system that always docks forward to avoid splashing water outside your shower. $19.99 after rebate. Good through June 2nd. Plus, a Menard's gift card is
5: perfect for Father's Day. I got my fiance's ring at James Free. Now, at first, I didn't know if I could even afford something that would look really stunning. But one day, I'm on jamesfree.com, and I see this Layla engagement ring.
1: It's got this GIA-certified three-quarter carat diamond, but it's compellingly affordable, only
5: $19.95. So look at the exclusive Layla engagement ring online at jamesfree.com. Then see it for yourself at James Free Jewelers, 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering, where they've been doing the right thing for over 78 years.
8: Hi, I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center, your local garden grower. We've been providing the Miami Valley with incredible plants and local knowledge that produce eye-popping gardens for three generations.
7: This weekend, only at Burns, get a hanging basket of super healthy and colorful flowers for just $10. That's right, just $10 for a hanging basket full of fresh, locally grown flowers. Get them while they last.
8: Come visit us in Beaver Creek or Middletown, you've got to see Burns.
9: Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's Retirement Resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. We wake up every morning, knowing that someone is counting on us. It's always a headache when something in your home breaks down, and it's never at a convenient time. That's why we're Ed's Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electric, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. No matter the job, we're here for you. We treat our customers like family, and we want them to know that they can count on us in a time of need. Ed's and Bryant, doing whatever it takes for our customers' comfort and satisfaction
7: graduation party coming up educate your guests taste buds with exciting new flavor combinations hothead burritos catering is the deliciously unique choice for your party learn more at
5: hotheadburritos.com hothead burritos catering imagine create eat Mostly sunny skies to start off this morning, warm and muggy, low temperatures around 68 degrees, a hot day today. Temperatures in the middle to upper 80s, partly cloudy skies and a chance for storms in the afternoon. Those will last into the evening as well. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton's Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO.
0: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.
3: Hey, good morning again, and welcome to There is a Season. I'm Bob Wolf.
1: And I'm Gloria Shanahan. And the number to join in today is 457-1290. We would love to hear from you. If you have any good tips or ideas, we're welcome to those. Yeah,
3: we, we've got a very basic thing, uh, you know, in the course of life. Obviously, one of the parts of life is that we pass on, that we die. But a lot of us aren't prepared for that. And sometimes even when you may have taken some steps, maybe you've worked with a funeral planning organization or you've had a few conversations about wills or or. or uh, you know trusts and things we've talked about in other programs. There's other details that just fall through the crack, cracks, and you're not ready. So this show is supposed to be a nuts and bolts uh, list of things that you got to think about when someone has died. And if you're not in a position to do them yourself, have somebody else who can help you out in that regard.
1: Right. And and we're all for the proactive part of it too.
3: We're always talking about figure that. out yes. the
1: things before. So that in time our comes. opening
3: segment, we talked about you know who to call. Uh, you know, making a list by category by by type of person and let them know the news. And then uh, we were talking about what to say when you deliver the news. Try to be face to face about it, prepare for lots of questions, avoid the words dead or dying or died. And what are some others?
1: Well, a couple more would be keep it short and simple. The sheer gravity of the news is going to overwhelm most people. You can tell them what happened, but just don't go too deep into it. Um, Another one would be to give them space. Everybody reacts differently when someone passes on. Don't assume that a person wants a hug or wants you in their personal space, you know, to come over and comfort them. Allow them to choose where their boundaries begin and end when dealing with this sad news.
3: Another tricky thing to do now is because we live our lives not just in the neighborhood or on the street, you know, uh, or in our family gatherings, there's social media, right? A lot of people are connected through that. So it's incredibly common That people want to post tributes, you know, honoring the death of someone they love. But remember, you're dealing now with very valuable, sensitive information that may belong to somebody else.
1: And this is one you have to talk about ahead of time, right? Right. Because in today's world, it's common for consumers of social media to post touching tributes, honoring the death of someone that they loved. But here's the thing. Before you rush to, say, Facebook or Twitter to announce this unfortunate news, you really should consider the deceased first. And ask yourself a simple question. Would they want their passing announced on social media for all to see? Some people would. Some people wouldn't. So try to figure that out if that's something that they would want done. And this is really where you have to have had the talk.
3: Right. And if, and if you do have the green light, perhaps from the family or something, you know, remember the stuff you put out there that could be most helpful. You want right. to be able to post days, times, and locations of funeral service uh, or, or the burial uh, leave out the details about how someone may have passed right. away. Uh, make an honorable mention to uh, those who are survived by the person who, who passed on. And pay a tribute to their time in the military if it's applicable. These are simple things you can do that kind of keep the story, I mean, gets the story out there, but keep it somewhat contained, right? They, they don't share a whole lot of details perhaps the family wouldn't want out there. So um, sometimes it helps to have a checklist. We are here to help you with that today. To get you through one of the more difficult things in life, the passing of a loved one. What do you do when somebody dies? When we come back, we're going to talk about all kinds of things maybe you haven't thought about pets, financial matters, legal matters, funeral plans, and more. All of that is ahead, right after the news.
1: You're listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO, Dayton, Springfield. Your news
9: starts now. Depend on it. It's 9:30. I'm Jonah Audi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning. If you're heading out on the roadways this Memorial Day weekend, well, you're not alone. This is one of the busiest road weeks, uh, road weekends out there, and there are ways that you can stay safe.
5: We're bringing the heat in the Miami Valley over the next several days. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
9: W-H-I-O triple team traffic if you're heading downtown today you'll notice several roads being closed in that area so be mindful of that as you make your way down Edwin C Moses Boulevard plus on the freeways looking all clear out there not seeing any new accidents at this time is our top story. If you're taking to the roads this Memorial Day weekend, well, you're far from alone. This is one of the times throughout the country where many more than people than normal are taking to the roadways.
8: AAA says 43 million Americans are expected to drive. Extra Ohio State troopers are on patrol, making sure drivers are sober and wearing their seat
9: seatbelts. WHIO's Molly Coak says last year, 18 people were killed during the holiday weekend. Of those deaths, seven were due to an impaired driver. Well, security concerns about events downtown keeping businesses from staying open during one of the busiest holiday weekends of the year. Don's Pond, Dayton Downtown Optical, and Wells Tattoo. Closed, closed, closed. Everybody is, is saying that, well, I'm never going to come down then. There's no reason to. WHIO's Monica Castro speaking with some Dayton businesses. Some will be allowed to reopen into the evening and even into Sunday, but the road closures will likely last until tomorrow, according to latest reports. Well, in Dayton, a woman wanted in four counties for theft is behind bars. 22-year-old Brooklyn Persinger was arrested on suspicion of operating a motor vehicle unauthorized. Cops saw that she had warrants in Auglaize, Miami, Logan, and Shelby counties for charges including drug possession and grand theft. A stolen 2016 Dodge Dart was recovered, and Persinger is due in court on the 28th. Let's get a look at that most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag.
5: Mostly sunny skies throughout the morning, warm and humid, with a low temperature starting off at 68 degrees. Throughout the day, today partly cloudy with a chance for storms in the afternoon and evening, high temperature 86 degrees. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
9: Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley, not seeing any rain throughout our area, but there are going to be some cloudy skies, a muggy morning out there, 73 degrees in Troy, 72 in Springfield, seeing 73 here in Dayton at 933. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Nancy here with my great friend Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota. So tell me what's new up there in Vandalia.
7: Well, what we have going on from now for the rest of the month, our big Memorial Day sale. We're open Saturday 9 to 6, Sunday noon to 5, and Monday 11 to 3. And I've told everyone, mark down the cars. Let's get rid of them. Let's move them out. It's already May. We only have three more months of summer to sell down the 2019s before the 2020s come. I want to get an early start. I told them to mark them down.
5: So, what will folks
1: find when they come up to Joseph Airport Toyota? They're
7: going to have a great selection, low prices, ease of doing business, over 300 used cars to choose from, many, many Toyotas and Hyundais. Also, the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you. And all our cars are competitively priced. And you get that for free on our pre-owned vehicles.
9: And of course, you always say what? Yes! Yes! Yeah.
7: <laughs> if you work for AK Steel, your pension's value could go down. With the impending union contract change on September 1st, your pension may take a significant hit. Do you know how this change is going to affect you? You could be at risk of losing $25,000, $30,000, maybe even more. Think about what that could do to your retirement. Don't lose a penny of what you've worked so hard for. Mike Martinez from the Pension Group can help you make sense of what the this change means for your retirement. For more than two decades, Mike and his team have helped hundreds of families make sense of their pension options. And when it comes to this change, timing is everything. Don't delay September 1st. You only have a limited time to make the best choice for your retirement. Call Mike today to schedule a visit or attend an informational event specifically for you. 937-669-7094. Don't fall victim to these changes. 937-669-7094. Or online, thepensiongroup.com slash event. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Mike Martinez nor the Pension Group has an
2: affiliation with AK Steel. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And this year, we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tisher, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers, and what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet.
0: This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Own an Amazon Echo. When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.
3: Welcome back to There is a Season with Bob and Gloria, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm the Bob part.
1: And I'm the Gloria part. <laughs> and the number here in the studio is four five seven twelve ninety. if you'd like to join in our conversation today about what to do when somebody passes away.
3: Right. Uh, it, it, like we said before, it can happen suddenly. It can happen when you, when you know it's going to be happening so, sometime soon. And there's a lot of things that people don't talk about, they don't map out, and we're trying to give you at least a basic checklist. So we opened up by talking about some of the communication aspects of this, who to tell, what to tell, uh, how to be careful with that messaging, and so forth. Uh, a little later on the program, we're going to talk here about uh, some basic legal and financial uh, and funeral uh, planning issues. But first, here's something that you may not think about, but you know, what do you do, how do you make arrangements to care for or adopt out a surviving pet? When a pet owner dies, their animals need a place to go. Cars, houses, and other belongings can be sold. We're going to be talking about that uh, when we do an estate show here very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get into that, you know, that's considered property, right? But pets are just like people, especially for the people who, who own those pets or you know, raised those pets, cared for those pets, and they need a caring home to transition to. So here's the bottom line. For pet owners, their pets are basically like children, and they love them as such. Uh, The loved one who passes away would be heartbroken if the pet was not shown the same love and care as they were. So it's important to think of that person who passed away and how they would do anything to see that the pet gets proper care and a transition. So here are some steps you can do uh, to, to transition a surviving pet to a loving home. Check their will. We're going to talk about that in just a second here. Check the person who's passed away, that per- the deceased's will, to see if they've included their pets, some instruction about that. Some pet owners do include their pets in their will.
1: Yes. And then whomever you ask, verify that they have the financial needs to provide the food, supplies, grooming, and other expenses that are associated with owning a pet. Now, if they can't afford the pet, they should not accept the pet and or there should be provisions in the will, financial provisions to make sure that if they indeed would want the pet that that is covered. In the short term you could try to place the pet with some friend or family member who can care for it while you would try to place the pet in a permanent loving home. Another thing you might want to do is reach out to all family and friends um, and you could do this, you know, before you, you pass on, put this in your will, to see who would be willing to accept the pet on a permanent basis, again, assuming that they can afford it and that they indeed, you know, would like to have that pet. Now, if you can't locate anyone to take in a pet, make sure you utilize a no-kill shelter as a last resort. Um, be sure to verify that the shelter has this type of policy. The Humane Society is a place that you could could check into. And um, um, every city in America has some sort of dog rescue mm-hmm. that always would be willing to take the animal and would never put any animal down at any point. Um, another place that I see a lot of signs for pets from people who have passed away is at my veterinary office. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes people there have lost a pet and they would like to replace a pet, but they don't want a puppy. They don't want something they have to train again. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, there's a pet that needs a good home." I have heard of that placement. Oh, I can't tell you how many times.
3: Right, and and again, pets have a good. Y- you you know, might be in a situation where you've got an aging relative, or somebody is is, you know, in their in their golden years, their vintage years here, and there's the question of what 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 will happen with that pet right. down the road? Oh yeah, begin thinking about some of those things right now to say, okay, what are some channels? Where where can I look at uh, you know yeah. helping that pet? know have a, a future life in a loved environment right, right right okay so that's a little bit about pets now one of the things that comes up and we've talked about this a lot in our legacy file is how do you deal with you know uh, accounts that have password protection we have we live in an electronic world right now okay not everything is on paper if we had done the show 10 years ago 15 years ago we might have been talking about literal files that you got out of a file cabinet someplace uh, but a lot of times uh, we, we have our information locked up electronically uh, and a lot of times, you won't be able to access any sort of online account for most businesses unless you have uh, usernames and passwords and so forth. And we do do, you know, that is a checklist item that we put into the, uh, the legacy file. Most providers will allow you to cancel a service with required documentation. Every business is different, so you can't expect the same uh, rules in, in all places. Uh, in the end, it's best to contact people to find out exactly what the requirements are with, with regard to an account. You can also search the topic on their website. Most of them today have a web page dedicated solely solely to answering questions about what you can do when someone dies. Now, here are some of the p- places you got to think about: email,
1: right? Yeah, Need to no know passwords. Passwords.
3: You might How's have a Yahoo account? account, Gmail, Hotmail. Could be some other kind of you know Outlook. It could be something like that. Email is a place if you want to be able to get in there, kind of shut that down, uh, so that there's you know exposure to whatever that could come through that, you know, fishing, <laughs> uh, I mean, viruses, other kinds of stuff coming through there. That and places corrupt. have
1: become more secure because of all of the hacking. Right. Another thing you have to check into is their internet provider. Um, you know, there's a lot of different internet providers out there, but you know, Time Warner cable, Spectrum, AT&T, Comcast, Century Lake, whatever it is, you need to find out what their, uh, legal rules are about closing an account. Same with cable TV. Um, another one to think about would be their cell phone provider. Find out, you know, what you need to shut that down. Oftentimes with, with some of these things we just mentioned, uh, especially the Internet, the cable TV and the cell phone provider, um, either the per- another person has to be on the account to be able to do anything or you will need power of attorney That states, or a will that states, that you are indeed the person that uh, is taking care of the estate. They've become very, very strict due to recent uh, litigation that has come upon them for not being secure. And then we mentioned before the social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are things that you would want to look at and find out the passwords. And once again, be proactive have this stuff written down for your loved ones who are left behind.
3: And, and where, where it's possible or where it makes sense and it's necessary to have a legal document and you consult a professional to do yep. that or, or even use something off you know an Internet service, that's one thing. But even if you don't have all of that, you can have a notebook. You could have copies of a document with several family members that indicate some of this basic information. One of the most important things we put in our legacy file was the idea of a letter of instruction which can be as long or as short as you want it to be. Right. It could cover everything from I want to be cremated or I want this kind of a visitation or I want this to happen with
1: my pet or I want... Or all my important papers are here. Right. Go look here. Yes. Because otherwise you spend, you're just spinning your wheels looking for stuff, trying to figure stuff out. It's a gift to the ones left behind. So many
3: of those things that don't necessarily require a legal transfer of of property or something like that should be in that letter of instruction. Right. Now, uh, with regard to funeral arrangements, we don't have enough time in this show to get into all of the things that you, you can think about with that. But that is obviously going to be a key thing, a dominant uh, theme that you need to be thinking about when someone has passed away. And there are a lot of elements to that that we'll cover more in depth in a future show. It's not at all uncommon for people to document their final wishes before the end of their life. Some people will go ahead and do that. In most cases, a funeral planning guide can be kept safe, uh, you know, with that information in it, along with things like insurance policies, birth certificates, or house deeds. You know, if it's all in the same safe or the same drawer or whatever, that would be a great thing to be able to say, what are my wishes for um, for a funeral? Now, um, there's a lot here in in terms of uh, what people need to do in terms of legal activity. So, you know, once you get past the final wishes part of this, the letter of instruction part of that. Uh, that covers everything from, you know, I want flowers, a song, um, people to invite, you know, music colors, all that kind of stuff. Once you get past all of that, a will is a legal document that outlines what's to be done with a deceased's property. A will typically designates the owner's items such as real estate. We mentioned pets before, personal belongings, cash, investments, and a lot of other things. Whatever provisions are stipulated in the will are to be followed to a T, it's best to consult an attorney. We've often recommended that in order to know how best to proceed with a will.
1: Yes. Um, So another consideration is to make a budget for all of these final expenses. Now, technically, the deceased is responsible for paying their final expenses, and hopefully they took steps to ensure that there were appropriate provisions in place to cover the financial aspect of their funeral. So think about this. This is how it sometimes unfolds. They may have set aside life insurance or cash specifically to cover end-of-life cost, but then again, they may not have. This is if you don't have the conversation, you you don't know. Ultimately, the total money available for funeral costs could be a combination of burial, insurance proceeds, their cash, your cash, or money from another party. Neither way, once you know the total amount of money you have specifically for the final expenses, You know, stick to your budget. Funerals can get really expensive really quickly. Right, Bob? Mm -hmm. And if you go to a um, funeral parlor and just start picking out every shiny object you see, you can quickly go over budget. So be mindful and committed to the wishes of the deceased and of your budget so that people don't overspend.
3: We're uh, working off the article here, What to Do When Someone Dies, by Anthony Martin, who wrote uh, for Choice Mutual. Uh, an important topic. We've got a checklist of de- various things today. The next section, we're going to kind of skip over here. It talks about planning an estate sale and clearing out belongings. There's a lot we want to share with you on that, but we don't want to steal the thunder of an upcoming show we have, which will deal with estate sales right. uh, in some depth. So here's another key thing to think about when somebody has passed on, and that is to get a death certificate. Yes. It's amazing how important this document is. It's uh As a matter of fact, it could be the most important document you attain after someone has died because of its official declaration uh, that the person is no longer alive. It allows you to cancel bank accounts, utilities, claim a life insurance benefit, and much more. How does someone normally get a death certificate?
1: Well, the, the person that prepares it is usually the organization that handled all the final arrangements, which would be a funeral home or a crematory Um, they will usually prepare or they will prepare and formally file the death certificate Um, so as you can see this is not something that you personally can do Um, another very important part of this would be to get copies of it you will need multiple copies so be sure to order hmm, about ten you can order the death certificate copies from the entity who filed the death certificate which would be potentially the funeral home from the state where it was filed or a third party company that actually does it for you. They specialize in ordering copies of death certificates.
3: Now, um, we often recommend, you know, the the help of an attorney and so forth. If you have somebody in the family who's particularly savvy and knows how to navigate a lot of this stuff with wills and so forth, more power to you. But we've often found that people wade into this stuff and it gets much more complicated. There's a lot more documentation and paperwork than they ever anticipated, so we mm-hmm. strongly encourage you to consider having someone who is a trust or a state attorney help you out. When you get into probate, it's uh, easier said than done to get through all of that. Um, if you can s- consult the advice of an attorney, they'll basically tell you what you need to do step by step. You can completely relax in many cases because they'll know what to do with regard to their particular state, yeah. in your area. Um, There's a lot, as I said, there's a lot of paperwork. Now, if you are uh, curious about what your probate process is in your area, there's a very good website and a guide to quickly access those rules. It's called everplans.com. Everplans.com is the place where you can look up this. And uh, if you decide you want to uh, go down this road without legal help, at least consult some sort of website or guide to help you with some of this. And what's a good website for that?
1: It's called um, TheBalance.com.
3: Which has some of the the pointers for how you can do this. So EverPlans.com will know the the probate process in your state and some of the legal advice for how to proceed through probate can be from TheBalance.com. Right,
1: but we do have to emphasize that having an attorney to guide you through the probate process and a will or trust, they're both very legal documents. And if not followed properly, you do open yourself up to liability And you do not want to make mistakes during this process. So just think about that. Yeah.
3: So this is a quick checklist, what to do when somebody dies. Our podcast will be out at whio.com here in about a day or so. When we come back, we're going to talk more about some interesting shows coming your way, plus something very cool that you want to see on TV and some final thoughts. All that's still ahead when we continue.
1: You're listening to There's a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk.
4: Warm weather's arriving, and you're in the midst of deciding where to get your next new vehicle so you can hit the road in style. It has to be fun for the family and fulfill your work and recreation needs. It's time to find new roads at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg, the home of great deals, no doubt, every day. You'll find a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks, among their hundreds of trucks, plus a great selection of GM-certified program vehicles. Dave will tell you,
3: the buying experience is easy. There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle you want.
4: Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started and go to DaveKehLChevrolet.com to find out more. Time to find new roads and join thousands of customers who have found the best place to get their next new or used vehicle is Dave Kale Chevrolet in Mechanicsburg.
6: Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. As you may well know by now, I threw out all my brushes and rollers years ago. I will never lift a paintbrush again because of university painters. At one point in time, I actually thought I could paint. No way, though. Not ever again. A professional paint job really makes a difference, and I can see the results every day throughout my home, living room, family room, even my man cave basement. So when I needed the exterior of my home painted this year, do you think I went shopping for ladders? No, I did what you should do. I called Chris at University Painters, 630-3800. Chris came out, gave me a complete estimate, and got me on the schedule. Speaking of which, the schedule's filling up, so you need to call Chris yourself at 630 3,800 and get your free estimate and take advantage of the spring special of 50% off all paint and materials. Have your home really pop after the toll weather's taken on it and leave the scraping, the patching, the caulking and of course the painting to the pros. My friends at University Painters call today 630-3800 or go online universitypainters.com Hi,
8: I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center, your local garden grower. We've been providing the Miami Valley with incredible plants and local knowledge that produce eye-popping gardens for three generations.
7: This weekend, only at Burns, get a hanging basket of super healthy and colorful flowers for just $10. That's right, just $10 for a hanging basket full of fresh, locally grown flowers. Get them while they
5: last.
8: Come visit us in Beaver Creek or Middletown. You've got to see Burns.
5: Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of The Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com.
0: Announcing the 2019-2020 Premier Health Broadway Series at the Schuster Center. 12 Tony Awards, 9 Drama Desk Awards, 2 Ohio Premiers, and 1 Pulitzer Prize. Don't miss the 2018 Tony Award Best Revival, Once on this Island, and Best Scenic Design, the SpongeBob Musical, plus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 20th anniversary of Rent. The Donna Summer Musical and The Return of Cats. Get season tickets now at TicketCenterStage.com. 1290 and 957 WHIO is part of the iHeartRadio Network. You can hear 1290 and 957 WHIO anywhere, any place, anytime on your smartphone or any other device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton. Then, you'll be able to hear us around the world. The station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. After dad fell, he couldn't live alone anymore. That's why I looked into assisted living at Trinity Community in Beaver Creek. As a trusted health care provider, they offer the right balance of support and independence for older adults. Their monthly rates are affordable and include 24-hour nursing care, a choice of apartment sizes and a variety of activities. Dad's thriving and I have greater peace of mind thanks to Trinity Community. Call Trinity today at 937-317-0935.
5: Registration
1: is open for the Air Force Marathon, half marathon, 10K, and 5K race. Runners can also compete in the Fly Fight Win Challenge, completing the 5K, 10K, and half or full marathon to earn a fourth premium medal. Join runners on Saturday, September 21st at the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force for the 23rd Annual Air Force Marathon. Races sell out fast. Go to www.usafmarathon.com
5: for more information. This airtime provided by Neighbors Helping Neighbors.
1: Hi, this is
6: Larry Hanskin with something new in the Miami Valley. It's called BuyGolfForHalf.com, a website where you can buy half-price golf packages for some of the best courses in the area. Courses like Pipestone, Meadowbrook at Clayton, Turtle Creek, the Elk 797, and Windy Knoll. Buy golf for half sells four-person, two-person, and one-person packages, carts included, and they're available now. Check it out. That's BuyGolfForHalf.com. Take it from me, Larry Hanskin. Why pay more when you can buy golf for half?
5: Mostly sunny skies to start off this morning. Warm and muggy. Low temperatures around 68 degrees. A hot day today. Temperatures in the middle to upper 80s. Partly cloudy skies and a chance for storms in the afternoon. Those will last into the evening as well. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton's Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO.
0: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.
3: Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob.
1: And I'm Gloria.
3: We've been talking today about what to do when somebody dies. And if you uh, would like to learn more about that or check out the podcast, go to WHIO.com. And look for the Ask the Expert series and our program There is a season show with Bob and Gloria, and you'll see a recording of this show in a couple of days. Now, we've got some great programs coming your way here in the next several weeks. We're going to be talking about estate sales, which is one of the things we touched on here today. We're also going to do a show or two on marijuana. In our area, it's become sort of the forgotten drug, despite uh, all the talk about legalization and dispensaries and all this. We've had the opiate crisis here, which is kind of... Uh, overshadowed this, but we're going to be talking about the addiction and counseling side of the the story, but also how today's marijuana is leading to an increase in psychotic behavior and crime. Also, we remember the 75th anniversary of D-Day, the invasion of Normandy to save Europe and the world. We're going to have guests from the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force and the foundation that supports the museum. That's coming up your way very soon, so you want to be able to catch those shows. And what else do we want to say here about Memorial Day?
1: Okay, so we just want to remind you, we do every year, to uh, check out the National Memorial Day concert, which is Sunday from 8 o'clock until 9.30 Eastern Time, and that's on PBS. It is one of PBS's highest rated programs. It's a multi-award winning television event that has become an American tradition. It honors the military service and sacrifice of all our men and women in uniform, their families at home and those who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. It is one of the most moving television programs that yeah. I have ever, I watch it every year. So that would be Sunday night on PBS, and it's live from the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol, 8 o'clock, Sunday, this Sunday.
3: Great thing for you to watch with uh, with, with your, your family, family. With kids, yeah. grandparents, whatever. So be sure to catch that. That'll do it for us today. Remember, dear friend, seek grace in every step. And never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many, like many who died for our country. For our dear, my dear friend and co-host Gloria Shanahan, for our producer Javon, and everyone who makes the show possible, I want to thank you for being here. Really appreciate that. You've been listening to There Is A Season on 1290 at 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Have a blessed week.